Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Xbox Nord Podcast, episode number 30, a uh, special holidays and end of the year podcast. This one is our last one for the year, obviously, and then after that, we're taking a quick uh, break, taking next week off, and then coming back with 2022 better than ever. I'm I'm, I'm sure to say that, uh, you know, it's been such a slice with you guys. It's been such a fun ride. And, uh, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to, to do this. I'm happy to do it over again and all over again and always all over again. Um, I'm Andrew Ravindran. With me are my two mainstays of the podcast, my two dads, Joshua James and Dan Robertson. Josh, how's it going, buddy? How are you doing? Uh, I see that you're playing the gunk here. Is that what it is? Yes. So uh, I am playing the Gunk. Gunk was pretty good. Uh, it's a really chill game, um, especially if you just came off Halo Infinite and you want something that is just pretty linear, um, uh, pretty decent story, not confusing gameplay. Like I said, pretty chill. Uh, it was uh, a pretty... It's not like the greatest game, but it it, it was all right to get through. It's like quick four or five hours. So I nice. definitely recommend just like stomping through it. Some people absolutely love it. Um, I I thought it was okay. It wasn't didn't blow my socks off, but um, I wasn't upset that I beat it either. So yeah, it nice. intrigued me enough to get right through it. So and it has a really nice art style to it, and it's fully voice acted and stuff. And it's an Xbox exclusive, so go support the those little games. Yeah. ID, that's yeah. amazing from the creators of SteamWorld. Nice. Yeah, no, and they're they're great. Um, that's why I was expecting a little bit more, to be honest. But yeah, well, not a big deal. But besides that, you know, getting ready for Christmas, you know, having a lot of calls with Santa Claus nice. on the phone. Yeah, you know, awesome. putting the fear of God into the kids, saying, you know, you better be good or no <laughs> presents this Saturday. So yeah. Often, Good for you. So, Good for right. you. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Have nice. you ever seen that uh, uh, Love, Death, and Robots season two episode where it's Santa Claus, but he's like this crazy creature? Yes. He, like, he yeah. like sniffed the kid and he was like good and then he regurgitated like a toy for him. Like what <laughs> yeah. happens like if it was if he was bad? And I want to show that to Oliver. To be like that's uh, <laughs> don't, don't traumatize them into being good. That's the best yeah. way to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, this podcast yeah, is for traumatizing children, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Dan, what's going on? Oh, not too much. I've been, uh, yeah, uh, playing actually a bit of the gunk too. I'm only probably halfway through it, but yeah, it's a nice casual game. Um, nothing too crazy special, but it's a cool game and. Yeah, relaxing. There's nothing too super challenging about it and everything. Um, also, uh, been watching The Witcher and ended up getting through season two. And I ended up uh, noticing that The Witcher three was on sale for thirteen bucks. So I ended up buying that and started playing that game. Trying yeah, to I'm curious. Get through it now. I'm curious what the sales are like for when a season drops. Like I know that game was in like the top. 10 best selling games of last year, I think, because the Witcher show came out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I bet the sales for Witcher 3 just spiked during, yeah. during this time. Especially that thing. it's 13 bucks right now with all the content. Yeah. They got to put a mod. They got yeah. not a mod, but they got to put yeah, it's a game of the year edition. DLC got- of Henry Cavill. 
Yeah. Download a Henry Cavill skin so you can just play as him now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't want to play in his skin? The yeah, I know. <laughs> Man's body's a, a Greek god in the making. You know, he's an immortal. Yeah, of course, you do that. Yeah, you're going to have to put on the super suit, too. Right, right, Superman like, I'm not taking my clothes off, you know? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Guaranteed there's PC mods for this already. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's that bathtub scene. Nice. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. And then, uh, just played a little bit of that and watched The Witcher and haven't gotten up to too much else this week. How about you, Andrew? Awesome. Um, obviously, also watched The Witcher. Um, was, um, I think I was just talking to you about, guys about the fact that I finished watching Lost in Space Season 3. Uh, totally recommend it. Great family-friendly show. Um, great way to... It's a series finale, actually. The show ends. That was the last season. It's a, it's a three-season arc show, so... Uh, yeah. You gotta love a a, a a start, middle, and end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not like a prolonging TV show where you're like, okay, I'm I've lost interest. You know what I mean? This is how many yeah. seasons can we go for? Like, yeah, that was oh, yeah. enough. It was it was enough a while ago. You can stop now. There's there's too much TV. If I'm gonna be honest with you, sometimes like I gotta try to watch the Wheel of Time show. I gotta watch like all these sci-fi shows that are also coming in, and then. Dance. Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. I watch Jojo you ever watch Adventure and there's like 300 episodes of that. Yeah. Sorry, what was it, Dan? Do you ever watch Suits? I've been Yeah, yeah, like, I was a big fan. Watching Suits like slowly and everything and I, yeah. I was really into it and then it was like they kind of took the premise of the show yeah. and then like it just kind of left. Cuz it was yeah. like, okay, it's a lawyer show but it's about this guy who's got like a like photographic memory, so he's super good at being a lawyer. And yeah. then he just kind of moved. Yeah, like and and there's now still it's two not, seasons left, and I'm like, yeah. "What's this show about?" Yeah, yeah, is this is this just like a and yeah? My wife even pointed out she's like, "It's a soap opera." Yeah, it, that's what it really is. Like, no, it's not. I'm like, <laughs> all right, all right, maybe it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, there's it definitely is. is. They yeah. tricked yeah. they tricked me with a good idea, photographic memory, They tricked me into this. I don't yeah. know how I got here, but Look, I was curious when the fifth episode happened and the guy was still in the coma. Be like, it's a soap <laughs> opera. Yeah, it's, come on, come on. That's a that's no a trope. Yeah, you do that trope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like, Tommy in... will get out of his coma this episode. Yeah. Well, of course, Megan Markle's in it too. So I think, like, at some point, she just left, and it was like, yeah. okay, well, She's they like, were kind of married, so yeah. he kind of has to leave with her. Yeah, it makes so much sense. Um, other than that, um, um, you know, playing ESO, really happy that the game's improved, uh, gradually, um, probably will try to, um, find some hidden gem on game pass that I haven't tried. Uh, I'll ask, you know, for any recommendations down the line. I feel like I've tried almost every highly ranked, highly rated Xbox game pass game. Um, but I'm sure there's more that I have just not tried or given the option to. Um, beaten Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It's really hard. It's really hard. I, I gotta. I gotta just. I gotta just. Because you're not a gamer. Yeah. You're not a real gamer. <laughs> Look at this. Not a real gamer over yeah. here. Uh, I don't do know that. why. I'm just. I'm <laughs> stuck. Generation. Yeah. You know, let, let me be honest though. How many of us have done like have bought in games where like we got stuck and we got bored and we stopped playing? It? I have not. I have Game Pass. You fucker. Yeah. Oh, I, I never get bored of games. 
Oh, <laughs> wow. Look at this Xbox loyalist, this Xbot over here. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you are uh, such an Xbot. Have you played Alien um, Isolation? No, not yet. That is uh, like... I know, okay. and I'm a big Aliens fan. You're like, oh, I love... I'm an Aliens fan. Look at me. I'm the biggest Aliens fan. I, yeah, you know what? I, I usually horror games. I'm, I'm a little bit like I, I will say this right now. I'm a pussy for horror like games. Shit, your pants were the scary. Like, oh. there's <laughs> where you're like standing in yeah. the in, in the locker, and you're yeah. like, oh shit, there's that. Oh, he's standing there. Oh yeah. fuck, the alien's about to. And then you just see the alien just like pounce on the dude, and you're just standing <laughs> in the locker. You're like, fuck me, fuck me, fuck, me, fuck. Me. Jesus, please Christ. don't murder me. Please don't murder me. Oh man, that I'm gonna live. I swear. I remember Dead Space giving me like too many chills. Like there was de- like I just noticed like my hand through the controller was just feeling like I can't do this. You know, you're all sweaty and trying to hold the controller. What a workout! I was just clenched. By yeah, the whole time. Ooh, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will. Okay, you know what? I'll I'll give. I'll maybe I'll play that game in the morning. It's amazing though, like, the, the story is great. Yeah, apparently it's coming out on, like super easy. Yeah, but maybe maybe I can do that. Fuck! Holy yeah. crap! Especially uh, when uh, the robots are like walking around and they can just like murder you. Mm-hmm. That's stressful too. Oh my god! Yeah, you know what's funny? I just totally realized we didn't talk about this, but uh, we also played a little bit of Aliens Fireteam Elite, and we're like, my god, this game sucks. But yeah, some people like it a lot. I thought it was crap. Yeah, it's just. Ugh. Yeah, we were trying to get you to play with us, Dan. But like, to be honest with you, Dan, don't worry. Don't you don't have to play that game with us. Like, I wouldn't even try it. I just, it's just, it's just no. Sorry, I missed out on that. I was watching The Witcher with uh, my wife, and yeah, good. I would not be sorry you missed out on. Yeah, that. don't be sorry. It's a great show. You yeah. met you. Yeah, show was much I'd better be like, than the game was. Yeah, I'd be like, you come back to your wife, and she'd be like was playing aliens worth it be like no actually i'm sorry no yeah i, yeah. I regret everything yeah <laughs> I, regret, I regret doing that so. in a separate timeline <laughs> you would have regret dan yeah. you would have real hey, regret there we go. I'm yeah and, and, i can just erase yeah. it off my console now and free yeah. up some space no no it's good yeah. please don't even yeah i'll actually, I mean, try it once quick because now you got me curious on how bad it is yeah you know what actually there's one game i did start playing was mortal kombat 11 I really, I, I found out. I'm like, oh, that game is just a movie, and you play yeah. the fight scenes. It that's yeah. all it is. It's a long yeah. ass. There's like the cutscenes in between the fights are so fucking long and dope. Yeah. Like, oh, so this is a Mortal Kombat movie with, and you play the fight scenes. Cool. Have you played Injustice? I hear that's very similar to that as well. It's yeah, where because the storyline is actually what made that game actually really relevant. I remember that. I, I remember um, the fact that um, when you said that, I'm like, it's because I believe that that studio got really like like a big recognition once they started making those Injustice games because people were just in, just into the story as much as the combat itself, and there was like loyal followers. And they just made an Injustice uh, DC animated movie that just came yeah. out this year. So um, I don't know any DC animated yeah, film fans. That. Um, I'm I'm those. very behind on the DC animated film stuff, but uh, I hear but, the injustice sucks. So. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So. Ah, god damn it! They used to be so good. Those DC animated films. They used to be so good. They yeah. used to be, oh well. But you know what? 
you know, you know what actually was really good that I watched just a few weeks ago and then I forgot for us to talk about it when it came on. It was like, I think it got released. Actually, it was December 13th, so I guess maybe a week and a half. So that's when it came out. Um, So uh, Power On, the story of Xbox. Um, uh, Josh and I saw it. I know, Dan, you're about to see it. Um, This is a great, honest look on Microsoft making the console that we grew up on. Um, You know, I I just got to say... like it's just it's just kind of like astounding to see such a mega corporation be brutally honest, like especially the executives and even the former executives about what happened, um, all the background of, you know, how its inception was, how it's going to be created, all the behind the door meetings with like, you know, Steve Ballmer and Bill Gates. Um, what, you know, just I just thought it was such a great, uh, well-produced uh, uh, six-part documentary. Um, it's free on YouTube. You can all see it, or you can also just download it on the um, on the Xbox uh, storefront for free. Josh, how do you feel about watching it? Did you? Um, I think you you told me you saw the whole thing. Oh yeah. What did you think? What did you think about it? Yeah, it was like walking through down memory lane. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I wish this kind of dropped uh, during their twenty-year anniversary instead, because that would have been a nice kind of way to look back at the the twenty years. Because I feel like uh, I lived this, uh, yeah. even though I wasn't at like the Times Square event and stuff. But like, this was like looking back at twenty years of me watching their E three press conferences, Halo being shown off, Halo Two's yeah. big reveal. You know, boarding talking. They're talking about like, oh, you know, what about like boarding vehicles and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I remember seeing that. Yeah. At- yeah. And they jump onto the vehicle, and he takes it over, and we were all like, <laughs> "Like, yeah. but that's gonna be so crazy!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, video games can do this. Yeah, it's Beautiful, like crazy man. moments, like seeing you know gears Excited to watch that. Out, um, going through the highs, like the real high highs, yeah, and the lows, uh, yeah. and then coming back from those lows. Um, talking about uh man weren't you surprised um what's his name from uh xbox one era um, oh um yes uh don matrick donnie don matrick. matrick yeah yeah don matrick was on there talking about yeah. tv tv but yeah. you know what you got to give credit to don when they i i, I didn't even realize this but yeah it's funny because okay. i was part of every single update and mm-hmm. And I remember when Netflix got integrated into uh, the dashboard and yeah. you could start streaming Netflix. <laughs> and like yeah. that was the first machine to do that. And they talk about, and Dan, this is interesting in the in the documentary, that 360 accelerated uh, Netflix to get off of shipping DVDs to houses and go yeah. into streaming. So Xbox is like the reason why Netflix is pretty much the company it is today as well. Yeah. So, you know, people give Steve Ballmer a lot of crap. Or not Steve Ballmer. Um, Don, Don Matrick, yeah. Don Matrick a lot of crap, but he was very forward-thinking in that sense. Yeah. And, like, I still say to this day, when they, when they showed off the Xbox One for the first time and they had that press conference where it was, like, TV, TV, TV. Yeah. There was two press conferences. There was that press conference and then the E3 press conference. 
if those press conferences were turned around and it was the E3 press conference where they talked about games first and then after they talked TV, about maybe yeah. the vision of a multimedia box and TV, I feel like people's reception on that reveal would have been like night and day. Yeah. They just revealed the wrong press conference first because they said, hey, in two or three weeks, we're going to have our E3 show and we're going to talk about games there. But this conference was to talk about the console and the other functions the console can do. And man, they just needed to be reversed. But yeah, you know, maybe their stumbles were our benefits because look where we are now, right? That's exactly watching to uh, watching everything play out for sure. You know, another thing, Josh, uh, to add is also their their big regrets, right? That they were also talking about besides the Xbox One launch. And there was a lot about like studio closures, right? The Lionhead one and how that kind of actually, it wasn't just like them getting a sting from Lionhead, but even like quite a few exec- Xbox executives talking about how they loved that studio. And, you know, Lionhead, before even Fable, they were, I mean, it's Peter Molyneux's studio, right? But they were a, a beloved studio. And, uh, it was just kind of amazing to see them going like, hey, we screwed up here, you know? Well, yeah, and um, them just saying, like, we ran the studio and forced them to do things we wanted them to do instead of us um, encouraging them to do things they want to do Yeah, instead. And that's what kind of made the studio fall apart. Oh, you know, Connect is a thing. Let's, yeah. you know, make the Fable Connect game, you know. Oh, uh, isometric um, multiplayer MOBAs are a thing. Let's try and make kind of something in there. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, you could see in those last, like, few titles, their passion was kind of... Even in Fable 3, their passions were kind of falling off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... True. It just shows them that, you know... Um, create an environment of creativity for the um, company to create something they want. That's why I'm kind of even excited about like rares next game. I feel like they, you know, and to think about like how rare survived and, and, and line had didn't. Yeah. It just baffles my mind to be honest, but yeah. (laughs) Um, and I, the fact that the next Fable game was in development, like what, like 13 months after they closed that studio? Apparently it was almost done. Apparently it was almost done. That Fable Legends game, the MMO thing that we were... Yeah. It, it was, was, oh, it was, was like... Beta, two people were it was in beta. Games. Yeah. So that's so sad to hear, right? Um, so it's good. It's good to see... my Dan, you're going to really enjoy it because it is exactly what uh, Josh said. It's it's a trip down memory lane. It kind of like it covers quite a few of the stuff. The only kind of few things that I wish was that I wish they talked a little bit more about like, um, you know, like how they kind of ditched the PC roots of Microsoft because like they talked about it early in the first few episodes. But then I remember there were time when like 360 started excelling and like, you know, they started closing studios that weren't relevant, like Ensemble and FASA Interactive and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, this is in and all the other stuff that they were talking about. But uh, yeah, overall, great, great uh, six-part documentary. You should watch it. I feel like it should have been seven parts, to be honest. I feel like there should have been a little bit more time on the Xbox One generation. Thank you. And the things they learned about that. And 
I feel like the seventh episode should have been kind of a mixture of the Xbox One, but more into their future ambitions and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and how yeah. you know, like that whole like give me that last half an hour like. And from all those mistakes we made, yeah, the yeah. Xbox Series X. Like, I feel like they didn't talk about the Series X when we're like a year into that console. And I, in my opinion, the Series X and S are their best console. Period. Like, yeah, it yeah. is their best console. It plays. It has backwards compat for like all their other generations. It has the most games on there. It's the most user friendly. Um, and it's obviously some fixing and stuff like that but it's yeah. a solid machine and it's also a perfect tv 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 machine as well it's then it yeah. it's a computer as well it's practically you know it has all these little features that you're just like it's funny you were saying this but like i realize how much i use my browser for my series x more than my main computer like um <laughs> all these little things so no it's good I'm, I'm i'm glad for that and uh um Good on Microsoft to be brutally honest and um, talk about what they, uh, you know, their faults and their, their achievements. How they're there. even selling a poster of the three red lights and some people. The red ring of it. Off yeah. About, yeah, uh, yeah, the red ring. Some people are ticked off about that poster. Yeah. Selling. So like, I'm, uh, it's not something they'll laugh about. I'm like, I don't think it's yeah. for you to laugh at it. It's more so like this. A reminder. This was yeah. a part of our history. Like, yeah. Can't, yeah. Man, can't, I remember getting that. I I remember appreciating at least like the customer service they had behind it. Like they couldn't really yeah. not do it at the same time, but they'd had great customer service. Like I remember it only ever like missing my Xbox for like two or three days at most. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think in a Sony documentary, they would talk about the uh, PSN outage for like a month or their credit card yeah. thing. Yeah. Their credit card mm-hmm. hack. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever talk with the one thing. I I remember being back in the day and being like like having people talk about like they were Sony fans talking about uh, how oh they didn't like that you had to pay for Xbox Live and everything and I was like well you know like we're paying for the service for a reason because their money goes back into that and they can make it more secure and everything and then it was like PlayStation hack and I was like yeah there you go there you go <laughs> yeah well, yeah that was a big Sony, every, every, you know, yeah every but, attack, but to, for your network to go down for a month was outrageous yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm waiting for it's like EA. server Sorry? just explode it it's just like someone yeah. in the ne- ne- nevada desert is like did you hear that honey people in sony are just like yeah. <laughs> oh my god um just a random little jib, but I was waiting for like maybe one day that they make something about EA games, but it's like a tragic story how they were never the same from their early years. <laughs> like, and it just went downhill. And every we're time so they good, and it just, it just keeps went, going downhill. Yeah. And it's the track, and it's like a division. Tra- yeah. And then Bobby Kodak came in and then and second yeah. harassment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, games guys that's what we're playing about uh let's let's move on to our next topic um i obviously this is our like our prolonging con like weekly chat uh sorry can you hear me oh yeah sorry about that um halo infinite uh i want to talk about how the my honeymoon phase is almost over right now for and i think for about quite a few gamers and i wanted to talk about 2022's roadmap 
for Halo Infinite. I want to know. Romat. Yeah, like, <laughs> where is it? What's going to happen? What are we to do? You know, I'm obviously all of us, have, you know, play the campaign. Some of us have played the campaign twice. Some of us collected everything, and we played a ton of the multiplayer. I'm at 85 in my, um, uh, you know, uh, my season pass, and I'm now trying to like stagger just because I don't want to feel like I'm finishing it. But part of me is like, okay, I love this game, but now I'm just starting to feel like this love for this game is no longer as passionate as I was before. And I just wanted to know what you guys and what your thoughts on about this after this and what you hope 343 will do for 2022. Well, it's because you can't replay missions and there's no code. Yeah. I was yeah. just going to say, yeah. like, I I felt there like go. there was a, like, as soon as there's co-op or something, like, I'm going to be right back in there. But, like, yeah, yeah after, I, I'm, I'm sitting at 99%. Like, I need one audio log. Just one. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I can't get it because I need to replay this mission or I need to re-get everything to 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, do it all again. So you can't go back and play the mission. Like that drives yeah, me like, nuts. Like uh, you fix that, you fix like co-op and get that in there, and I will be happy again. Firefight. It needs firefight. I love yeah. their AI and stuff like that. And I need I need firefight. Yeah. Also, like, did you watch Dunky um Yes, I loved Dunkey's it. His review on it? Yeah. yeah. He was so spot on. Like yeah. his review is so spot on. He's like the grapple hook is like the biggest thing to ever happen in this franchise. Um, and like, Oh yeah. And, and, and the fact that it's open world, but then he talks about the sacrifices the open world takes. And like looking back, like even comparing it to halo five, like even in his review, he's like, yeah, we went from the story of being like the didact and like all these things to like, uh, like nothing, and every cutscene is you putting Cortana into a computer. Where like the cutscenes in Halo Five were like all action packed and cool and well filmed. Like it, it is so different than Halo Five yeah. and Four in yeah. storytelling. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Like I'm still kind of I, I feel like I need to beat the game again, just like on easy maybe, and just yeah, go just through it. The... I'm. But I enjoyed Halo 5's like story, like Halo 4 and 5's story that they were creating almost more. Mm-hmm. I almost wanted like the thing to end with your conflict with Cortana instead of her just like killing herself and just being like, oh, that happened all before this game. I'm just like Yeah. My my issue was okay, so I will say everything that you were saying on that, like I did want it to conclude. But there was just so much fluff that was going into what 343 was. Like, there was so many other side characters where I just was like, who are these people? Why are they making me, you know, get like, you know, just cringy? Why are there's like these characters that I'm just don't focusing belong? focusing on this and this, yeah, like, and, this and this and this and this and this. Yeah, and I'm just like, I just, you know, and I, and I get it because you've been telling a story with this green guy for a long time and... You know, you can't create that much character dimensions for him because he's, you know, he's stoic and he's, you know, he's got a rough exterior and all that stuff. But part of me was kind of like, okay, that's great. You can create other characters, but just make sure that I can connect with them. And I just felt like from four and five, I didn't have that with some of the characters. That's what I felt. But I might be wrong. I feel like in five, like the only thing people really 
in my opinion, complained about five was the fact that you played Locke's team. But no one really complained when uh, those moments you played with blue team. Yeah. Where your master chief and like his Spartan squad. I would have loved uh same uh, a blue Fred, team yeah. a campaign. Like I would have loved to yep. see those four characters instead of like introducing the weapon and this character. They should have just stuck with the core blue team group. Um characters that have a history with uh master chief that could yeah. you know you know push him against the wall and be like look here you fucker you know i grew up yeah. with you like don't get out of line and shit like that like yeah it would have been so much cool to see that blue team expand yeah. do some history of- and everything and exactly yeah. like i feel like like now that i'm stepping away from halo infinite story it's a good story but I feel like what they set up in four and five, they had a a better opportunity than what they decided yeah. to go with. I love it's, the Banish as being the main bad guy. I'm yeah. cool with that. I yeah, thought they yeah. were the better bad guy from Halo Two, but they had a. They should have brought in Blue Team. Blue Team should have been in the game. It's yeah. it's funny you just said that because I think about. You were mentioning just uh, just a bit ago that like there's all these characters that could push him against the wall. There are great characters like Fred, Frederick, and like like those those were characters where like that could give Chief more humanity because I know they they were trying to achieve that for a long time. Three for three was like trying to get the humanity in Master Chief because the bunging games made him so operatic. He made him so larger than life, and three four three was trying to be like you know there was that quote Master Chief is human, all that stuff, and I was just like that would be a great way to get people who grew up with them to be like, why are you doing this? What are you on this road for? And I, I feel the same way. It was maybe, maybe what I will say is that since now Joe Staten's involved, I think maybe he will correct the storyline moving forward. Cause remember there's campaign DLC coming, right? Um, I don't know if it's 2022, but perhaps maybe we'll see a good, um, you know, like reintroduction, like reintroduction to those characters too. Maybe they'll be coming back as well because none of them were. Well, yeah, Arbiter be with wasn't Blue Team. in there. Yeah, if Arbiter wasn't in the game. Like, yeah, some key characters. Yeah, were not in this. Like, I feel like everything, every character in this game was new except for Chief, right? Like, yeah, and yeah. yeah. But for people who didn't play, let's say Halo Wars and stuff like that. Yeah, they'll be like, who's Atriox? What was that? Yeah, exactly. Like, who the fuck? Atriox is a great bad guy. Yeah, and everybody else was uh, a voiceover in an audio log. <laughs> you know what I mean? Flasky yeah. and all those characters. Well, like, if you're going to introduce Atriox, why didn't you introduce the characters from Halo Wars, too? Like, the the captain from the, the ship. Mm-hmm. Cutter. From Halo yeah. Wars too. Like, yeah, like, those are some great characters. The, the, the new AI, uh, that girl, what's her name? Um, oh, um, Serena. I want to say, is this, is this Serena? Yeah, something I like think that. Serena. Yeah. She has, uh, yeah, yeah, I think Serena. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Um, and she had character, by the way. Like, I like that AI uh, character model. Like, for, like I was like, okay, that's great. That's a nice change also, of there's a couple Spartans on the ship that are like fucking badass Spartans. Yeah. Like, they are badass Spartans from, uh, God, there's that one mission in Halo Wars 2 where. You into uh, infiltrate the Covenant ship to start shooting the laser into the uh, yep. arc, so all the um, 
sentinels will like start attacking the ship like a swarm of bees and they rip it in half yeah. and they're just like the what like the two or three spartans are just like laying waste to these fuckers in there oh such a uh, <laughs> they could have done such a cool job with like the story they were building up to yeah uh, i feel like they were just like oh people didn't like it i'd be like you know what fuck those people like yeah like fuck them <laughs> like uh we'll see i um yeah the thing that i'm just hoping for is um when we have this roadmap that like we'll get at least these timelines of when this is coming i'm already getting tired of the maps the the multiplayer maps so i'm hoping like in a a month or two we can get like a new map or something like that and uh we can get the other modes as well i almost feel like uh forge needs to be more prior prioritized over even yeah yeah. Because like yeah. the heart the lifeblood of this game. I almost feel like at this point, campaign's not there. Yeah. Delay de- uh bring Forge before campaign co-op. Uh because I feel like Forge is a way to make the game live longer. Bigger than what it is now. Yeah. And when you yeah. introduce campaign, make story mode campaign, but then introduce like a whole new uh multiplayer campaign um that would be cool. like a spartan ops thing or something like that yeah, like I don't know. evolution of that or something you know yeah because i know it didn't work at first but i was always like man if they tried that again with on this generation because I, I remember when they did spartan ops i was like maybe it didn't work with the 360 because maybe technical things were were about but i feel like now more than ever all these other modes are coming so yeah looking forward to a roadmap of something, just a an idea of what's going to happen. I'm sure they'll announce it in January and all that stuff, right? We'll see. Yeah, yeah, see. yeah. We'll see. But uh, you know what? No, that needs to happen, though. Oh, yeah. Please, please. Hopefully, maybe by the week we're here. Uh, but you know what? There's no roadmap for this, and there's no release date for this. This other thing that's coming up. But I'm really happy because for a long time I felt like maybe there was an a Ubisoft employee that was listening to us for a long time. But a Splinter Cell remake is official now. Uh, Sam Fisher is back, uh, but this time it's from a Ubisoft Toronto studio. They're actually 30 seconds away from my house. Uh, nice. I'm not kidding you. Um, this is using the Snowdrop engine that was using Division and the new upcoming Avatar game. If you haven't seen any of the graphics on that Avatar game, that looks stunning. So um didn't they and, make blacklist didn't ubisoft toronto made blacklist right i don't know if it was them they or they were yeah did ubisoft uh, toronto make blacklist i want to say it might be them yes you are right you're right yeah yeah hey google stop i'm right yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there you gotta love that right yeah <laughs> i don't know this computer <laughs> um but yeah no they are they have experience within uh the um i like blacklist a lot so they have experience in the uh splinter cell world so i feel like the team has been eager to get back to that because i think blacklist from what i remember i very much enjoyed blacklist so yeah um, yeah it was good what do you guys I, want to see out of this? Dan? I'm excited. I just want to, yeah, replay some uh, Splinter Cell. 
like get back into it again. It's been a long time since I've had a, a nice like, yeah, sit down and try and stealth through a, a game. And I always had fun trying to see how unstealthy I could be, too. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> just see how quickly you could just run through everything and just John Wick your way through. I never make it very yeah. far, but yeah. well, and that's what they kind of had it with uh, conviction and blacklist. They had like this whole like mark and execute yeah. uh, targets. I feel yeah. like they kind of uh, toned it down a little bit in blacklist. They kind of brought more stealth back to it, where conviction yeah. was. So it went like conviction then blacklist. Yeah. But what what I really want to see come back is spies versus mercs. Mm-hmm. Give me spies versus mercs again. What a unique first-person versus third-person stealth. Yeah. So like you're like the third first-person shooter running through trying to find these guys, and they're like hiding in the shadows. Or like, like, do you remember the original Xbox? Um, and they had the spy versus mercs. And when you went up to a player, because when everyone had a mic and was using the mic, yeah, went up to the player and you grabbed them like the mercenary guy and you hold them by the neck and you had them, you, you could then communicate with the other team and you could whisper to them and you could be like, got you motherfucker. Don't you move. You just try out. <laughs> oh my God. It's right, bitch. I got you. God. Yeah. Like, like what yeah. a moment. I remember like hearing that and I'm like, Oh shit. And I'm like, Oh fuck. And he's like, yep, you're done. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um what a good, what a good yeah i i i will say i don't mean to play devil's advocate i'm also kind of like scared that they don't screw it up uh just because yeah. i i feel like we had the great goods when ubisoft was really at the prime for me i feel like ubisoft was at the prime was when they were making those splinter cell games because you had you know a multi-team studio would be like Ubisoft Montreal, and then Shanghai, Pandora Tomorrow, and then Chaos Theory from the other studio, and then, you know, Double Agent from a different studio, and by the way, no one's, I don't know if you guys remember, but Double Agent, that, those were two different missions, right? Like, you had two different campaigns. The 361 had a different campaign, and the Xbox original one had, like, a different campaign. Not a lot of people knew about that, but, uh... Oh, yeah. That was, you know, but that was like, imagine like a game developer, like that was a publisher really going like, oh, this is a good beloved franchise. We got to make sure, you know, they were doing the Assassin's Creed thing before the Assassin's Creed thing that everybody got kind of tired about, but they kept one upping each other and I loved it. And I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and they were, that's when they were doing Ghost Recon, like good, like uh, yeah. the, the future Warfighter ones and stuff. Advanced Warfighter, yeah. 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 Uh, awesome. And, that well, was... they just recently came out with an update for uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla or whatever. Oh. So there's a, a crazier, you get to be Odin or whatever. It looks actually that pretty good. I've heard some good things about that. hour campaign to it. Yeah. They even uh, made uh, Assassin's Creed Origins 60 frames per second now. So. Okay. Oh, crazy. I wonder what NFTs we'll be able to buy in the new... Splinter Cell game. Oh, my we'll God. See. My God. And they're, you know, it's funny. Like, it's a, such a side note, but like the Stalker 2 people heard about, you know, said they were going to do it. And then you just had all of the internet going like, no, don't freaking do this. And they're like, okay, you're right. We shouldn't do this. And then Ubisoft is like, they're still doing it. And they're still getting all the, you know, like the we're hate. We're going to do it. Yeah. This is so uh, like us to get off topic onto NFTs. Then I know, I know, <laughs> I know. What what I would like to see out of a remake is 
don't know, be true to the series, but also bring it into the modern era. Uh, if it, I, it sounds like they're going to go full remake instead of like um, yeah. a remaster of it. So I would love to see like ray trace lighting and shadows and just like that all taken to a, a, another level. Like, mm-hmm. give me some intense lighting in that game. Let me manipulate my environments. Um, yeah, crazy stealth. Yeah, exactly. Bring a co-op campaign. Remember when you could like do those crazy co-op campaigns from like yeah. Chaos Theory and stuff like that. So I hope it. I hope it's the authentic, complete package. Yeah. Let's I want at least some co-op in there because that was amazing. Co-op's always nice. Yeah. Let's see. That's what that was like my bread and butter of Splinter Cell was like playing with my brother when I was little and everything. And yeah. Be fun. It's nice. We'll hopefully, uh hopefully Ubisoft listens to their um you know, their audience and uh they, they make a decent game and they don't do some sort of modern gaming trend where they're only going to give us campaign and you know maybe one multiplayer map and just be like it's coming out down the line or something like that because you know we used to have a lot of things when we were young we used to have everything we used to have every great game mode when i was you know we were all young but it's a different time but we'll uh sorry josh we'll see we'll see i know i know but you know There's what we, yeah i'm but, glad the team that's doing it has at least dipped their toe into that franchise yeah that's true that's true i secretly wish like some of the original members but i think some of those guys are like probably in a lot of turmoil right now <laughs> with like whatever that's yeah, going that, on that, that whole publisher's falling apart yeah that whole publisher's yeah. screwed but uh they lost so many, you think uh, they'll uh release it on game pass i you know what if microsoft's smart they will fork up the money for this yeah to be yeah. if not a timed exclusive or on game pass but or at least the marketing to be under Xbox. They cannot yeah. like Yeah. Cause you couldn't have better color coordination, that's for sure. That's true. Splinter Cell is 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 Xbox. It is an Xbox yeah. game in a heart. It might have been a multi platform game, but it was best played on Xbox because I'm pretty sure that's why they made his lights, his three lights green. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I think... wouldn't do it. I, I I've heard that before i know but i i'd have to confirm it yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised yeah only on xbox i want to say you're right on that because i i remember i mean obviously in the game on sorry game on power on uh podcast it was actually um like uh they were talking about how they were making it first for the xbox because i yeah it did come out as an xbox exclusive and then came out of playstation 3 like six or seven months later um that's what i remember too as well but yeah. uh, the first one no it came really out the, it yeah. came out on ps2 but it was like a really low poly version of it um no i was like it it came out in 2003 for ps2 and then it came out on xbox at uh 2000 and sorry 2003 for ps3 but 2002 for xbox first like it was like a it was actually made first for it and then they made some ports like it was something that Ubisoft used Both to do. It didn't look good. Like, yeah, probably looked shit. <laughs> yeah, the PS2 was just not nearly as powerful as the original Xbox. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, we were speaking about Game Pass. Let's do a, a special shout-out for Ga- Xbox Game Pass. Uh, this is where I act like a salesman, obviously, but <laughs> the best deal in gaming right now. I mean, there's absolutely no competition. 
and a recent article from Loadout, um, Xbox Game Pass gave us almost over 6,300 U.S. dollars worth of games in 2021. Yeah, Yeah, almost AK $8,000 Canadian. That's amazing. I mean, we like, you know, good news. We don't really talk about sometimes good news a lot, but my God, isn't that amazing? You know, during this pandemic where we've all been kind of struggling with finances and all that stuff and just working. You know how much AK of Looney's ways? (laughs) That's a lot of gold. Yeah. I mean, not real gold, but. But it just shows that there's no better value than Game Pass right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's insane. I would not have played nearly as many games, not even close to as many games. I might not even have played Halo Infinite yet. Um, Yeah. It wasn't for Game Pass, so. Yeah. I. That's just it. I I probably would have been waiting until Christmas, and then I would have been playing it. I I mean, it's it's funny. A wasted Christmas present. Yeah, it's funny you were saying that, but I remember when. What was it? I was a Game Pass subscriber once, like the pandemic started, I think, and I was like, okay, this is great. It's fun. I, I I can have this and all that stuff. But something started to happen, especially this year, when like as soon as April started, where it was just like by month by month, I was like, there was always something interesting. Like I remember when Outriders came and an MLB show that came, and I was like, oh crap! I would usually like want to buy something because I need to buy something, and I was like, I'm just playing it. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't have to buy this. And I, was, I remember being, and then like every month, it was something. And then, and then you know, like ascent. And then after the ascent from August uh, to like Christmas, I'm like, whoa, there was like at least a really good, high quality level game. It might not have been like yeah, the game of the year. Uh, Forza yeah. Horizon. Yeah. Uh, tons of indie games. Yeah. Um, it's funny because the- I remember Game Pass coming out, and me thinking that. It's it's going to be like, oh, Xbox Arcade or whatever, or it's going to be like just some of the, the gold games where they like every once in a while you get a gem here or there, but the rest of the time it's just going to be like meh games and everything. And Xbox yeah. Game Pass is just, it's just been ridiculous. It's just yeah. like that. I barely feel the need to go outside of that to purchase a game. Yeah. It's also the shared library. Nothing like being able yeah. to, like, oh, let's play this tonight, you know? Yeah. Let's, let's All the play buddies can play together. So Dan doesn't have to subject himself to that, you know? Yeah. Um, Just a download. Like, we can do that. <laughs> and even better, I don't have to download it because we got XCloud too, so I can just yeah, stream yeah. that stuff. And then, like, XCloud is coming to its own this year as well. Yeah. It's really come to its own. Um, okay. That's how I started playing Mortal Kombat on that first, and then I was like, oh, I actually I played like the gunk on that for a little bit. Oh yeah, it ran oh, sweet. Yeah. It was a much better experience than I had before with it too. I was uh, working out. Yeah, I think uh, I think the the fact the great thing with like cloud is that like sometimes I'm just like I just want to be in bed and I kind of just want like a controller near me and like I just like the fact that I can do this now. Um, um, so, do you have the controller clip? I have. I have actually a spare uh, razor uh, thing that I I got. Like it was like an Xbox con- wired controller. Oh yeah, yeah the thing. one that goes around your phone, right? Yeah, I got that. Uh, not no, sorry, not that one. But it's like the Xbox controller thing, and you have the clip with it. It's like uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's not the the Things cool Switch one. Yeah, it's really fun. I'm broke. I'm broke. Yeah, I was actually you Did know you what's the razor official one. Broke. Yeah. Josh, I was actually going to buy that for Yeah, Christmas. I got that one. That's the one I have. 
yeah. yeah, like a confession. Did Josh. you get the Xbox the, the first version or the second version though? I got the. Uh, you got to get the second version for the the new controller. Apparently, like yeah, they have issues. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, what, this one actually fits the new controller, and yeah. it's oh, yeah. adapted have, to the, the old one. controller too. Yeah. But the old one only fits the old controller, and on newer controllers, it doesn't fit quite right, and it starts to wear out and break. Oh wow! Oh wow! But oh, man, it's just yeah, fit that way in. Oh, it's yeah. such a, I, you know, what's funny. Um, I remember when this stuff came out, I had a friend who was like a big PlayStation fan. It was just like, well, they're going to lose money. And I'm just like, no, you don't understand. They're going to, they, it's I'm going like, to play more. Pay them every month. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. Like, but they'll lose money. You'd be like, no, no, you, you pay them every month. We all pay them every month. Yeah. They're going to make a lot of money. They make money off trend microtransaction. Yeah, like Halo. They got ten bucks out of me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's gonna... it. It's like the microtransactions now. I can actually see putting money towards it. If I've spent almost a hundred dollars on a game, it's like I've spent my money on that game. No, yeah, no, I don't I intend to spend really more. If it's on Game Pass, it's like okay, yeah. well, it's just included in the friggin' like eight thousand dollars worth of friggin' games that I'm I'm getting as well, and. It doesn't really matter. Throw them an extra ten bucks. Like support the developer because you're already getting it through Game Pass. There you go. Do you feel like? Do you ever remember when you were like eighteen or nineteen, and when you had like a side job and you were like buying games and you think about like if you were to do a tally of like each year? I remember like in two thousand nine when I bought like a ton of three hundred and sixty games. I was like, oh, I've spent four hundred dollars on video games, and now I'm just like my god like what the hell was you know what i mean and then i look at my library of games and go okay it's and i'm not trying to be like you know not to gloat or anything like that but i was like ah i just you know all just, you all you have to do is look at the next year and be like would you buy starfield and stalker 2 if you say yes be like you got your money's worth out of yeah your yeah. subscription right there and and you can add redfall Forza Motorsport and probably yeah. a couple of you know, other great movies. indies and some random MLB, the show all the ones that you haven't bought yet from this year. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean and even the MLB um, will be back on. Oh, I think so. I think MLB real because you know what? There's a lot of microtransactions in oh, I play yeah. MLB the show a lot, by the way. And There's I still see it as one of the top played games, and it's one of the top selling games still. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of great microtransactions and then the there's like a premium version where you can buy more coins because there's like a trading card system so i'm like yeah the smartest move by a publisher a small publisher like mlb everybody's like mlb major league baseball but major league baseball also does like our own publishing stuff smartest move ever because it's like you've got a premium game that's made by a class studio that san diego sony studio and you're releasing on day one and yeah, and you're gonna buy. It's like game, you know. It's like its own season pass stuff, and their little coins and all that stuff. So, so smart. Just damn smart. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. We'll see. Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, moving on, we should. Uh, you know, our second last topic before a big one. We got to talk about a little bit of a Fortnite. Fortnite oh. is. Yeah, yeah. You know. The yeah, kids uh, did I miss uh, another Ariana Grande concert? Yes, you did. You weren't there. What the hell's wrong with you, buddy? 
I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Come on, I'm man. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all there. We were all there. Yeah. Fortnite is moving to Unreal Engine 5. All uh, right. And we yeah. move on to our big topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I fucking hate Fortnite, by the way. That's why I wanted to talk it like that, because I'm like, yeah, Josh, you talk about it, because I don't I, I don't think I've ever played Fortnite, actually. Uh, it's moving to a better engine. Okay. That's um, amazing. Well, no, it's it's kind of nice that yeah. the fact that so we can say, OK, we don't play Fortnite, but the fact that it's an ever evolving game and the fact that they're even migrating the entire game to that engine, which is a super impressive engine, yeah. it just shows that this game will eventually become its own metaverse. Yeah. Um, yeah. In itself. I, I'm curious when they're going to finally allow you to have your Fortnite room and you can decorate it and you have your <laughs> Fortnite like open world lobby and everyone and you can buy your land on it and stuff and I can put my really funny I was actually way more interested in Fortnite when it was a tower defense game me too me too like I, I, I was, was actually like okay i might actually yeah. play this this looks pretty cool and everything and then they started to take off and i'm like okay so they'll they'll develop the the single player stuff and then like like because i tried out fortnite a couple of times yeah. and it was it was cool and all but it was just like i i was just getting immediately wrecked and <laughs> i was like this is just for the load times and everything it's just not worth it for me <laughs> like no yeah thing. yeah it's crazy. It went from a tower defense game that was not successful to shoehorning in a, a, a battle royale mode and it just blowing up. Yeah. So, now that. it's it's its own, you know, it's its own platform. It's not even a video game anymore. It's its own platform. Yeah, no, it's just like they're doing concerts. They're doing all sorts of stuff that was not supposed to be done there. And like they they're doing a good job with their evolving map and everything. Like it's interesting, at least to yeah. uh, like see a game like that where it's it's successfully actually altering the world and changing it and making it like grow like that's what i kind of hope to see out of halo and everything so yeah no so we can only hope right yeah yeah um, if they want to turn this into their like vr metaverse place they gotta kind of expand out of they gotta they gotta so like where everyone's complaining about NFTs, NFTs, like I was saying, are only going to f- take off is when the internet 3.0 comes and that shirt I buy can go into any game world I go into. Yeah. At least like a VR space. That's when NFTs will actually become valuable because it's it's transferable. It doesn't matter where you go. Your avatar is your avatar that you made. It's- yeah. yeah. So that's when NFTs will actually, in my opinion, have value. Um, so I'm curious how Fortnite will shift into that sort of that. world because and everything. The, the the guy who made it it says like that's his desires to make this whole you know internet 3.0 metaverse thing and Fortnite is kind of the catalyst for that. That's true. It's yep. true. Well, it's become such more bigger than its its game, right? So yep. um, Yeah, we're seeing characters from all over pulled into it and everything it's bringing the worlds together and as much as yeah it's not quite the game for me yeah it's cool to see see travis scott and not die um is amazing (laughs) 
that was a low blow, Josh. That was a low blow to those Travis Scott. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm sorry. Kidding. It's too soon. Too soon. <laughs> yeah, it it's too. soon. I'm just. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, yeah. Uh, that skin real quick. Yeah. As you can tell, we do not play Fortnite. You know, let's just. <laughs> as you can tell, we are not Fortnite players, but we should. It's good. It's good. Uh, good for Fortnite. Um, let's go to our last discussion. You know, let's end this off nicely and well. Now that 2021 is closing, no shit, Sherlock. It's uh, you know Christmas time. Uh, let's look forward to 2022. Let's. I want to kind of do like a little, you know, our little round table of us three. What game that's slated for 2022? Because keep in mind, some game could get delayed. You never know. It's a long year. They always do it. Are we most excited about? Um, because I'm, you know, I, I I think about 2021. We've had a great year. But uh, there's still a ton of games that Microsoft hasn't even announced. There's so many more studios that Microsoft, you know, studio teams are still working on that, you know, are slated to be even revealed. But there's a ton that's already been revealed. And let's talk about the ones that are kind of revealed and what's going to be coming for 2022. I think it's going to be another great year. I think it actually even might be better than this year. Um, And I'm going to start and I'm going to say the big one because... I know I'm sure we'll probably get to it, but I, I have to say it. I'm I'm excited for Starfield. I um I just think um I you know, I kinda drink a little bit of the Todd Howard Kool-Aid. I, I know he can kinda be uh he he can kinda like, you know, exaggerate. He's almost like a Peter Molyneux kind of guy sometimes. He says things that doesn't kinda come true, but I think he's a visionary, he, right? He's a visionary, right? So sometimes, you know, they you know, they had their bumps and roads and all that stuff, but you know what? I've been playing their games for a long time, and I just feel like I think they're, you know, like they were saying something that I kind of really liked, where you know they're probably at a rate with graphics where we're probably reaching like a high point, but it's mostly about the feel and like how AI and all these little interactions, and that's what I feel like that I want to see in a big open world video game. I really feel like I want it to be very interactive, you know, like almost like a Red Dead Redemption 2 where like I just felt like I was so obsessed with the world. And I think Starfield will be it. I think it's going to be a a combination of a lot of things that they've been doing really well and things that they haven't also been doing well. Because there's a lot of things that's broken in Elder Scrolls games and even broken in the Fallout games. And I've had a love for both of those games. But personally, I think, and I want to know what you guys think about this before you also talk about your your two games uh but i think 2022 for starfield i think that will be that big turning point for xbox and i think it's going to be that big turning point for gaming i think it's going to be that great game unless this is you know cyberpunk 2077 again but i think i think it's going to be awesome i think you're right like just like recently playing breath edge <laughs> it's a really silly really shrunken down version of what i picture starfield to kind of be like where it's just it's going to be interesting to have the like float like the anti there's no gravity like you'll be able to actually like levitate around and everything like that that was one of the things i really liked out of uh morrowind yeah was just like there was the levitation spell and it was like it it created such a crazier world just that where it was like oh you visit the city and it's like okay oh there's this uh this floating moon chunk that's just about to have destroyed this entire city that we managed to stop. And then we just built an office into. And uh, 
like it just started to get like really out there and it was cool to be like okay well now i have to get a spell like this to be able to actually like reach up there and in starfield it's going to be anti-gravity all over and everything you'll be able to visit different planets and everything i don't know what exactly it'll be yet but it's going to be i think the something mystery big of the game. Yeah, yeah. intriguing like you can picture what like an elder scrolls or a fallout would be but like what that what is a sci-fi todd howard um, yeah game so All we've seen his fantasies for so long yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's true. And this is supposed to be more like a realistic sci-fi. It's not like some sort of like, you know, it, this is like hardcore sci-fi and mm-hmm. that's really something they, they talked about and have been thinking about and planning for years and years. Yeah. It, like they've spent a significant amount of time and just finally decided to bring it all together and actually like create it because like we're going to be waiting for the next Elder Scrolls too, but this is their chance. They were talking about how they feel like this is their chance to actually try something different. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Josh, anything to add? On this? Oh, no, I'm very much looking forward to to that as well. Uh, yeah. Might yeah. have might be the most excited game I'm looking forward to in the next year. Oh my! Nice. Oh, okay. Before you do it, Dan, what's your Oh, it's Redfall. Um, yeah, Redfall. I was gonna, um, I was gonna pick Starfield, but uh, next runner up for me is like, yeah, Redfall. It looks pretty good. Uh, yeah. Playing Back for Blood and everything just got me back into that. Like, oh, it was fun getting in there and playing with us as a team and everything too, and getting all the guys together and jumping in. And I think that's where Redfall is really gonna start to shine and. The, yeah, like a borderlands kind of yeah, yeah exactly a little bit more of a borderlands feel and i've always enjoyed borderlands a huge amount like i've had i've played all of them so far i'm excited for uh tiny tina's adventure <laughs> but uh i have to make some money for that because it's not on game pass there you go yeah <laughs> i know i was like damn it's a perfect game pass game um i'm very curious how redfall will work because arcane is very uh open in their gameplay so yeah. i feel like if there is a studio that could be like you know we want to make a co-op game but make sure everyone has like their roles and uh they feel like oh you know the sniper guy he's actually instead of us us being all lined up on a street while going down just blowing shit up uh it sounds <laughs> yeah. like in this game you'd be like no you should go up onto the roof up there i'm gonna and you like you know cover be some my real back. strategy to it yeah. yeah and like how open their level designs are and it's an open world game yeah. in a small town i almost feel like you're going to be able to go into every building and room in the small town yeah so you're gonna, gonna want to do a lot of exploring yeah it's uh, it's also interesting that you said that because uh, this is not by their Lyon studio. This is by their their U.S. studio. That's the guy who made. Um, it's from Harvey Smith. He made the Deus Ex. He was with Warren Spector, and I don't know if you guys remember Deus Ex, but there were so yeah. many choices. And so I feel like this is probably going to be exactly what you said, where it's like it's probably an endless amount of choices where it could be a horde mode or whatever. But maybe because of like the amount of things that you can do will be good will be will be great for it as well um so i'm excited i mean um like i 
once again, the same thing with Starfield. I don't think we've seen a real proper gameplay trailer yet, or we haven't even seen gameplay footage yet. And this game's supposed to come sooner than Starfield? That's what I'm hearing? I don't know. But yeah, I think so. I think it's no, supposed it to come... out in the summer. Oh, is it in the yeah. summer? Yeah, in the oh, summer. So yeah. I thought it was oh, that's earlier. Soon. That's soon. Yeah, so it's soon. Yeah. And, ooh, it's going to be interesting. But no. Exciting. No, I'm ex- I'm also excited for Redfall. I, it's I think it's going to be a a great hit. I'm glad it's uh it's an Xbox exclusive. Josh, um, on the paper it says uh, that you are excited for a game called uh, Big Floppy Dungs Five. Can you talk about Big Floppy Dungs Five? What's the sequel of that great franchise, please? And well, it's no, it's it's a prequel to the. Um old men playing volleyball game coming out. Um, oh, okay. It, basically, it's a prequel story where it starts from the bottom, and then the next one is the volleyball game where we get to see the whole the whole, um, the whole, whole person, so not just the dong. So it's a story about the old person's dong, uh, which is pretty compelling. Gets into a lot of places. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Besides Dan, uh, I wrote some silly notes in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, some silly notes in there. Uh, I'd say if it does come out next year, uh, Hellblade Two easily. Oh, me too. Yeah. Easily. Me too. That, yeah, that is looks amazing. The uh, as um, you're gonna play plays. a movie, play Hellblade Two. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I just want to hear what the sound design sounds like. I want to see what the the game looks like running. I just, I want, I want that. I want to see. I want to be just like, can you believe this is a video game? Like, look yeah, at, yeah. look, look at, at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Picturing in my head when I was younger when Steph was yeah. gonna get like photorealistic. Yeah. yeah. It's just like I didn't picture it to be this soon and have it run this well. Yeah, yeah. Your wife will look at that game and be like, "All right, what is this?" Yeah, like, all right, I might play this. This is real. Yeah. Be like, "This is a movie I'm watching." And he's like, "No, it's not. No. I'm playing no. it." Yeah. Uh, so Add yeah, the controller really into the that. blanket. Like, come on, cut it up. We're gonna watch a movie. It's all that clicking noise. Don't worry about it. We <laughs> <laughs> keep showing Xbox controls on the screen. Yeah, pulled the off. That's a controller. No, it's not. I swear, honey. Yeah, um, I swear I was just touching myself. I was just masturbating under the covers. I swear. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm hoping that game gets a release date, and I'm hoping it's 2022 because. Uh, yeah. Um, and I like how it's not like made by a big team. You know, it looks like it's made by just kind of like. I mean, it's made by like Ninja Theory, and they do have like. I think like 120 staff or whatever it is, but I, um, it looks like they still are like taking it kind of like as a personal game as well. They're not taking it like a, you know, um, with like, you know, tons of staffers being made into it. So like, and I feel yeah. like a summer release would be good. Yeah. For that game. Yeah. Yeah. I think that game's going to get like a September or something. I think mm-hmm. it's going to get like a December release or something. I think it's going to get like one of those, like, Here's the end of the year game, and it's the you know it's like the icing on the cake. I don't know why, but we'll see. I don't know. Well, well see. that's the kind of nice thing where people are like, "Oh, how can you release a game in December?" I'm like, "Game Plan Game Pass honestly changes everything." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Look at Halo. Look at Halo Infinite. 
How many people are playing Halo Infinite instead of those November games, right? Look at the two big November games that came out. And uh, everyone's playing Halo Infinite. Yeah. So it's just demolishing. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Um, Not to go on another note for the stuff, but there's also games coming out in February. There's games coming out in, you know, April and all that stuff. And I like that. I like the staggering monthly releases for Game Pass. That's great thing right always something new and cool to play a notable mention though for next year that could be my game of the year and it might be my first time playing a souls like but uh elden ring elden ring could be actually one of my looking forward to that too that that game i might actually slap 80 dollars down on the table for that give me that yeah Yeah. i think i think that and also maybe yeah yeah Oh. Is is Suicide Squad coming out in 2022? Oh yeah, Suicide Squad too. Uh, like, is that, I was I was thinking about that. Like, there's that so many good ones. Oh, there's so many good games next year. Oh, yeah, Gotham yeah. Heights too. Yeah, yeah. Next year's cool. gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be ridiculous. Be awesome. Yeah. Remember, what yeah, no, Suicide Squad's my my most anticipated. Yeah, I know it's coming out for sure. I also that know. Game. I just have a feeling that game's gonna be great. Because it's oh, by like it looks like Sunset Overdrive. It looks awesome with co-op. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I also keep thinking about the fact that with even we were talking about Game Pass. I'm like, oh, look at those great multi-platform games that we're gonna get a day one release. And I'm just like, oh, it's just indies. I'm like, no, no, not just indies. Doctor you know, two. Plague's Tale. Sword. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like yeah. oh, Plague's Tale like, is gonna be amazing. Game Dame one, and I'm just like, oh, that's great. And then all the things we just don't know about. Like, we didn't find out about uh, uh, Outriders until, like, a week before it came out. So, like, yeah. what are those? Like, uh, MLB The Show, we didn't even find out until, like, a month a week before, before it came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, was crazy. Like, so w- what games like that are we going to get next year is is exciting, too. Like, the stuff we don't know that we'll be releasing next year on Game Pass... That's what I'm yeah. looking forward to. Oh, so you know what the game of the year is? Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it, exactly. The game of the, the year. game of the year is just Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there, isn't there any games in particular? No, no, you don't understand. Game Pass it's the is... Whole thing. It's a yeah. platform. It's all the games. Yeah. It is like Metaverse. You know? Yeah, it's my Fortnite. xCloud. xCloud is my game of the year. Yeah, yeah. It it's plays my... everything, and I don't have to download anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Game Pass could be a great metaverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. A three um, D VR and then open a door and then you just put the controller in your hand. And you're playing a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Maybe next year Microsoft crazy. will announce VR capabilities or something I like that. So. Or... Their machine is more than powerful enough, guys. Way more uh, than. Yeah. And yeah. just and just like just be like, uh, it's just wireless to Oculus or to yeah. A mixed reality headset. I don't know. I feel like they have to be working on some technology that's going to blow us out of the water or something because they're like they're competing with Oculus and everything. They've got to have something that's going to just be newer and better. Like either they're going to have a better lens or something where you're going to get a better, like less screen door effect or more realism or something. Yeah. Mirrors. Better form factor, augmented reality that works properly. So next year, me and Dan are starting a VR podcast now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do in, in VR? VR? 
Yeah. And I'll do a special behind the scenes of like Andrew does a, you know, a VR porn podcast where he reviews oh, every. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just because. Yeah. Don't we get you in as a floating head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, just yeah. like me, me yeah, like, being like. Funny, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. It's that time of the year, guys. You know, you're with family and all that stuff. So you're just like, I just need to game as much as I can. You know what I mean? And I just need to talk and vent out so it's gonna be a white christmas grand get onto that vr porn (laughs) (laughs) i just oh my god oh my god Um, yeah yeah that's my christmas shirt here i i like how i'm the only one that's wearing it for the holidays and you are you two are just i don't even have my santa next to me mine's knitted okay nice nice awesome a little owl yeah i got a christmas tree i um I should. Yeah, I, I kind of want to. I kind of want to say a little thing before we, you know, call it a night. But uh, I just want to say thanks for doing this with me. You know what I mean? Actually, I want to give the credit more to you two as well. Like especially because, like, obviously, I'm not in every one of these. But like, you know, I was like, man, it's been a rough few years for everybody. But this has been really good that I got to do this with you two as well. Uh, just because, um, you know, I've been playing Xbox nonstop and breathing Xbox, and I've got obviously like a an arts career to pursue, but I was just like, man, I just need something that's kind of like stress relieving and just something kind of like just to talk with folks and all that stuff. And the fact that I got to do this, you know, for for you two, I, I got to say, it's just like from from the heart, like, thank you for doing this with me. And thank you, Josh, for really taking the lead on this and like making these you know, like what we're going to say, what we're going to talk about and really doing it. Thanks for always coming in when I'm not there um, and all that stuff. Dan, like all the technical stuff that you've been doing, because um, like, man, I've got like a freaking ancient PC and I don't know how the hell we were doing it the first few times. And you just really tackle that thing. Oh, yeah. But we squeezed by. Yeah. <laughs> but, it was rough, but we squeezed by. <laughs> but but I, I, I just got to say, like, it's if like all of this happened, you know, sometimes, you know, you make something good out of this, but from this pandemic and I was just like, yes, I didn't get to make my movies yet. They're coming at 2022. But if there's one thing that I got to say for this year that like has been really great, has been like a really saving grace is by like doing this podcast with you and playing games with you guys and bonding with you guys even more. It's been really, just been a really great time. And I, I, I you know, the future for us for next year, we're going to do some bigger things and, we're going to do some great things. We're going to have a great guest that's starting off and we're going to do a lot more things with our video and our channel. But I, I have to say, guys, you know, I, I love you guys. Thank you for doing this. Love you, Andrew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Love you guys. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, uh, same, and same to you guys. Like I've been wanting to do a podcast for years and yeah. Uh, as soon as I heard you wanted to do it, I'm just like, okay, I got another person you'll probably want to do it. And then like, yeah. oh, I got to force Dan to do it too. So, you know, Absolutely. I'm not we used to talk about it all the time. Just yeah. like yeah. <laughs> in the and old apartment, I remember it's like, we could be recording this. Yeah. And you had the so. perfect voice for being on radio, Dan. And that's why I was just like, oh, I would love to hear from Dan. <laughs> I would love to, you know, and, and Josh just obviously me and you haven't met that much either until we started the podcast and we started playing games, but you know, it's just great. It's the power of gaming is like you can also find some unity with people, you know, that you've just never met before. It's like a mutual friend. And it's, you know, like sometimes these like stories connect you in so many ways. And, 
you know, this this is a great art form that I like love, even though I'm not professionally into it, but I'm just so passionate about it. And I'm just glad that I get to meet and talk to people that like relate to things that I say and also disagree with things that I say. We had disagreements in the show. We've had, you know, and, and we've had great conversations with it, you know, and um, it's great that we get to put it out there. And like, you know, we've got a small user base, but like my friends message me and they tell me how much they like what we're doing and what we're talking about. And that makes me feel good because, you know, I didn't want to just make a podcast where, you know, I didn't care how many people were going to watch it. If there was only one or two people, but I care the fact that there's a few friends that will be messaging me like, great episode or there's somebody from xbox live that was just like yo i just watched your podcast thank you for i agreed what you said hey i didn't agree with what you said over here hey i like what josh and dan was saying over here and that's great i'm so happy yeah. that we've done that you know All right, so, yeah. and just and especially uh, yeah, especially yeah. with covid and everything it's been awesome to reconnect with you guys and yeah just yeah, actually yeah. like you know spend some yeah. time together it's been a huge relief yeah, yeah absolutely like we don't like me and uh, Andrew, we can get together pretty much whenever we don't live terribly far from, but Dan, you, you live a little further North and it's not the easiest. Uh, yeah. Um, getting face to face conversations is, is definitely, is definitely that. And, you know, I said the, the, the podcast is the excuses for us to shoot the shit, shit every week. So um, yeah, exactly. I'm just surprised anyone who, you know, and anyone who listens to us, uh, thank you. You guys thank are you. awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. People we've yeah. interacted, who've listened to the show, you guys are amazing. Uh, we do think about you. We we talk about you guys, and we're we're just super. Um, I don't know. Um, like people like to hear us. Like blown away, right? Like yeah. yeah. You know the yeah. fact that you just like listen to us, or even put the time into write a comment, or um, interact with us, and or even play a game on uh, Xbox. Like you guys yeah. are are amazing and just like the people i've met through it like um double barrel uh gaming boom uh he's amazing he's super welcoming tony from uh plume uh, network he's been absolutely amazing um just like a bunch of people uh that i've interact with on uh twitter um just trying to put our name out there and grow our community and just, um, you know, yeah. just, just keep the, keep the positivity going. Um, yeah. You know, pinky, you are the legend, you know, who you are. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Just, yeah. just thank you guys. And thanks for being there every week with me and putting up with my, you know, my micromanaging sometimes, but. Yeah, you saved the you day. Micromanage? <laughs> Actually, I'm glad you micromanaged, Josh, because I'm all over the place. I was just like, oh, I want to do a podcast. And, and I was like, when do you want to start? Uh, you know, with a week or two. And it ended up being like a month. And you're like, let's do it. And yeah, and right. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. uh, yeah, took a long time. Yeah. Again, also, great, great job with the technical stuff. Um, yeah. Um, also, folks, we're gamers too. We're not just you know, trying to do this because we want to do it we're gamers we like doing this we like talking about games this is what we want to do we're not trying to do this for like compensation or all that stuff like you know we all got other things to do in our that lives being said pay us pay but, us yeah we'll take any amount of money so our patreon page <laughs> launches right now today uh it's starting as toonie <laughs> right i don't know when's that coming well, uh, out you know hopefully we can get to the patreon yeah eventually. yeah 
Yeah, so that will be a yeah. Until then, you guys get to listen to us and uh, hopefully you keep enjoying it and keep, yeah. keep on with us. Also, um, if you listen to us on Spotify, Spotify has recently added a star system so you can rate us. Um, and you can only rate if you've listened to the podcast. Um, so um, if you can't rate, Andrew, I know you've not been listening to our podcast on Spotify services. You know what? The so- ones I missed and I watch it. <laughs> but then I'm also like, oh, I should watch the YouTube one because I want to make sure. That- <laughs> and then I'm like, but Video's you are good, right. Yeah. Video is great because I want to see your faces. But you're okay. also right. A lot of people have to commute. And so I, we should. Okay. So, so yes, we- rate us on product. Yep. Uh, rate us on uh, Spotify now. So you can give us that, uh, you know, one star if you don't like it whatever yeah. who the hell are these fuckers you know but five stars if you like it <laughs> yeah. review. love that That's how fair. dare you make fun of fortnite yeah exactly right he's like yeah. fortnite just a baby's game okay. um all right take us <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alrighty. yeah you don't forget to subscribe hit that subscribe button on our youtube page and hit that like button feel free to comment down below you can also find us audio only on spotify google podcast just look for Xbox North Podcast. We also on Reddit, Instagram, look up Xbox North Podcast, and for Twitter, at North Xbox. Thanks for watching. Right. Thanks for watching. See you next year, guys. See yeah, next see you next year. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.